Hello, I'm Amanda. I'm in grade 12, and I'm in Peter and the Starcatcher. All right, Amanda, good to see you. Uh, welcome to the Vic Podcast. Thank you for having me. <laughs> All right, so right here I have a bunch of questions for you that people have asked and some of my own. Nice. Um, so first couple things that I want to get off right now is that you're in Peter and the Starcatcher, and who do you play in it? I play boy and later named as Peter. Okay. Isn't Peter a boy is the first question. Um, well, the, the character of Peter Pan is a boy and... Yeah, he just is a little boy, but traditionally, a lot of the time in theater, um, Peter Pan is played by a woman or a girl, just because, like, the physical needs to fulfill the role. So, yeah. Peter Pan is a boy, but doesn't always have to be played by it. Why did you decide to audition for Peter and the Starcatcher? Because weren't you already in uh, Mary Poppins? Um, I wasn't in Mary Poppins. Someone... <laughs> no, I've gotten that a couple of times. A lot of people thought that Anna Johnson was me, or or no, I was Anna Johnson, and it's just, I guess it's just kind of like a funny joke of like, I was Mary Poppins, but I'm like, I don't know how her voice did that. I don't know why people think that I could do that. Because I had three comments on my story about, about oh, what questions, quest, what questions you want to ask? And yeah. one of, like, there was three people that said, oh my God. She's so lucky to be in Mary Poppins as Mary Poppins. <laughs> and I'm thinking, what in the world? And then there's, but a bunch of, but like, that's one, one person said that. The other two were like, yeah. oh my God, imagine being a main character in two productions in a row. And I'm what thinking, yeah. And I'm thinking like, what is going on here? And oh. so I made the assumption beforehand. I was like, okay, she's probably in it. I'm not going to double check any of my sources. Oh my gosh. So, uh, you know, we'll go with that. Um, God, yeah. Eldon says, does she want to hang out this weekend? Uh, she could bring her friends, by the way. Um, well, I'm pretty busy at rehearsal, coming into tech week, and then next week is show week, so... How um, long are rehearsals on average? Um, they're usually 3 to 6, but then coming to tech week, uh, 3 to 8.30, and then on Saturdays it's 9 to 3 or 9 to 6. Mm, damn, yeah. yeah. Uh, what's the best part about acting in this particular showcase? Ooh... Um, the best part about acting in the show is that it's just, it's just a really fun show and you really get to see like every kind of emotion played around and Kiefer's a big believer in cartoon theater almost. So everyone's got like big bright colors and you really just go to extremes and then you can find the real stuff in between it. Mm, yeah, he, he's an interesting guy I find. Like he really flip flops between like, oh we got to make this a, you know, comedy cartoon. And then yeah. other times he's like, okay, I need you to sell how serious the situation yeah, is. Yeah. And it's like, you know, yeah. what are we doing here? You it's know, so, sometimes? it's really engaging to watch. So I hope that people really can like follow along with all like the highs and lows. Oh yeah. I think Kaysen was a really strong choice for Hook. Yes. Or Blackstash. Yeah. Yeah. He's not as intimidating with his little, little <laughs> baby knife though. Like he wanders around with it, like. You know, like being like a greaser yeah. from the 60s. Yeah. But I look at him and it's like... <laughs> you I guys all have full-length swords and you're like, hmm, what's up? <laughs> yeah, and he's just wandering around with a little baby knife. And it's like, you know what? You know, you keep rocking that. Um, what's something surprising and unexpected about the show? Oh. Um, I don't know. I wasn't, I wasn't expecting, I guess, um, everything to kind of fall in place so easily. Because... 
in past years, like once you hit tech week, it's kind of like, okay, we got to quickly get this and quickly get this. But for Starcatcher, it seems like it's all really slotting together really nicely. And it's just like nice seeing it all to come together. So I think like something that's been like a good surprise is how nicely everything's just kind of fallen into place and little things that we did at the beginning. We don't really realize it until Mr. Kiefer goes, oh, remember that thing we did in the first rehearsal? That's what we're doing right now. It's kind of, mm. oh, wow. He's a smart director and really planned this whole through. Yeah, so. he planted the seeds right at the first yeah. rehearsal and it really just carried through, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, and this one, this one I'm actually curious about, more about <coughs> the others, more than the others. What are your thoughts on graduating this year? Oh, gosh. Yeah. Um, I came to Vic in grade seven and a lot of people did as well. So I feel like I've been in high school for so long just because it's been K to 12. So... My thoughts on graduating is it's kind of scary. Being in this show and playing this role in this show is kind of scary because it's my last year, but I don't think it's going to be my last time performing. Um, but graduating, I don't know. It's kind of it's kind of scary, but it's also kind of fun because for the first time in a really long time, you kind of get control of whatever you want to do. Mm. So I'm excited to just kind of wake up when I want go to my job what job do you have if i can ask that i'm i don't have one right now but oh. I'm, I'm certain i'm gonna get one okay <laughs> my mom's really on me for that one but i don't know i'm excited i've seen a lot of people go before me so i know that i can do it too and just go before you're ready yeah it's so trippy to think that like the people last year that were in grade 12 have already gone on mm-hmm. to do other stuff yeah and it's like what the heck is happening here? Yeah. Like, before, you always looked up and were like, oh, there's, there's always another random person in grade 12. That, yeah. You know, they'll do whatever. And then now it's like... I'm the random grade 12. <laughs> I'm that grade 12 kid that you'll see in the hall and you'll go, oh, huh. You guess he's in grade 12? Yeah. Now, huh? You <laughs> yeah. know? It's like a year from now, you'll be in the next grade. But a year from now, it's you could really be anywhere. Yeah. I think that's equally as exciting as it is terrifying. Like, there's some people that are trying different things. Like, I know Alicia did stuff on YouTube. I know Colin mm-hmm. and Brooklyn are on TikTok. Like, mm-hmm. they're, people are going in different directions. Even yeah. Brian is trying to do something. I know for, um, I think it's for finance, where he's doing, uh, a, like, a clothing yeah, line or yeah, something. Yeah. yeah, everyone's going in these different directions, and yeah. I'm going... I still feel like I need to learn how to skateboard or something, you know? Like, I'm like, I'm just trying to figure out what I'm making for dinner. Like, I don't know. It's like, I don't even know how to make pizza right now. Like, I, I, I got to get this stuff figured out first. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, no. I think the summer is going to be the most... I think it might be either the best summer ever, because it's like, you get to do what you want. Yeah. Or it's going to go really downhill because people are going to be going off to universities yeah. and you're oh, going to go, Everyone's oh. moving. Everyone's going to Toronto. I'm like... Please have a couch so I can come crash on it. (laughs) Yeah. And, God, like, there's a bunch of... I know a bunch of my friends are going to, like, uh, British Columbia. Mm. And I know... Yeah, a couple for Toronto. And it's like... uh, Looks like I'm here with, you know, the (laughs) others. But, you know, it's like... Oh, I wonder if we'll ever see each other again sometimes, you know? Yeah. 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 It... uh, Graduating. Do you think they're going to actually do it this year, though? Because I know they canceled the Italy trip for... You know about... I'm change. I'm really changing this on a dime right now. I'm sorry, this just <laughs> popped into my head, but like they canceled the Italy trip. Yeah, because of the coronavirus. <gasps> oh. 
Yeah, and people are like, what if it's coming to Alberta? And I'm like, that's not a good thing <laughs> to have. And I'm wondering about the graduation. They'll still have grad. I think they'll still have grad. It would seem... I don't think the coronavirus would stop graduation. Okay, my social studies is so dark right now because we're, all we're talking about is corona right now. Really? And, like, our social teachers, like... It's not fear-mongering, I want to say, but he keeps mm. bringing up, like... You know, stuff about, you know, should we, you know, how much should the school do for this? And oh it's, my gosh. it's such a, God, yeah. Makes you think? Makes you think. I, I switched that on a dime. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that just, okay. that popped into my head and I was like, oh my God. You know, Starcatcher, coronavirus, it's, hand in hand. It's we all can, the same thing. We can flip thing. between the two topics. It's fine. They're both, they're both, you know, same thing. Uh, <laughs> did you, have you seen the solar panels on the roof? I... Uh, on the Saturday rehearsal, uh, I saw they were taking up the whole, um, uh, what's it called? The, the parking lot? Yeah. And they were craning or catapulting, I guess. That's what it looked like. I don't think that's what they were actually doing because those are expensive. But I've heard a lot of thumping in my English class. Yeah. Like on the roof. So, yeah, I've seen them. I think they're, I think they're so cool. God, I'm excited for those. Yeah. Because it's one of those things where it's like, oh, I guess we're a little bit greener now, you know? Yeah. And also... There's so many changes since Mr. Burns because we've had yes. the like we've had the garden wall now, which just yeah. came in. Uh, we didn't have that before. Um, what what other new changes are there? Oh, the um, I don't know where it is in relation to this spot, but you know the like fountain thing that was like really like disgusting near the field. You know, like, oh, oh yeah 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 yeah. They yeah. filled it up with dirt and put plants in it now. Oh really? Yeah. I've never I haven't been to that side of the school since I finished gym. It's it's a bit of a sketchy side, <laughs> so like you know it's yeah. you know I don't know it's interesting what's happening around. I love seeing his office every morning. His office. That's something that just kind of makes me go. Hmm. Like, life is magic, and Mr. Burns belongs in Harry Potter, like, <laughs> whatever his office, and little turtle, what's his name? Gordon. Gordon, or he's a tortoise. He, Excuse an, me. There's an Instagram account for that turtle really? I discovered. It's a fan account where people send in their own, like, videos or pictures of Gordon, uh, and they repost them with a little message under it, like, oh, Gordon's having a nice day, you should too, and stuff. And I'm like, <laughs> oh my god, that's kind of awesome. Gordon. I've seen it on, like, the, the school slideshows on the TVs, and it says... Gordon says to eat your greens or whatever. And I, it's just such a motivational uh, little tidbit in the morning. I love those because, you know, like back in like kindergarten and stuff, you had all those stupid 2000s posters, which were like, <laughs> yeah, uh, they were those weird ones with like puppies running or something and they'd yeah. say something. And then like for Vic, it's Gordon. <laughs> Gordon. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that's kind of the coolest thing ever. I think, ooh, I almost bumped <laughs> over the mic. I think Gordon would make a sick mascot for Vic. Yes. Yes. He, if it was like a, if it was a mascot, he'd look like a, a ninja turtle. God, that'd be crazy. The Victorian the, ninja turtle. <laughs> the Victoria. I mean, our, I know our sports teams aren't the best, but they've done really well recently. But yeah, they have. Like yeah, no, they won the game yesterday. Apparently. Oh really? It was like forty-three to like eighteen or something. Wow. So they're they're rising up, but I feel, God, I, compared to other schools, our ours are not the best, yeah. but I think a giant turtle would really boost our morale, <laughs> to be honest. I think I think Mr. Burns put it a good way, and I think it can kind of apply to any field, but it's like, do you want to... What did he say? It was, at a, it was at an assembly, and he was like, do you want to play, or do you want to... Watch it happen? I, I, oh, I know the quote. Do you know, yeah, I was going to be so smart and quote Mr. Burns, but I don't remember what it was. Oh, God. Amanda quotes of 2020. <laughs> 
I don't. I need to write down everything Mr. Burns says. He has a lot of really good quotes. What's your quote going to be for the... I was going to say the Bible for some reason. Uh, <laughs> I have no idea why. Uh, the yearbook. The yearbook? Um, I was thinking maybe something from Starcatcher. Maybe like Tata for now or um, Tiramisu. That's kind of the same thing. Do you want to explain what tiramisu means in the show and what context it's kind of being used yes. in? Um, in the show, a lot of the characters, when they're saying goodbye to each other, they use the um, phrase TTFN, and you don't really see what it means until by the end of the show, two characters are saying goodbye to each other, and they say TTFN, and one of them says, oh, ta-ta for now. So it's kind of a little tidbit. Sorry if that's a spoiler. Uh, this will come <laughs> out, like, I think a day before the actual show. Oh, okay. If not... God, then I, you know, I, <laughs> I hope no one resents me for that little tidbit. Yeah. And then um, one of the characters who is uh, what what we've said is the tropical king, they're one of the mollusks, um, played by Mahalia, says, oh, in my language, that's tiramisu. And it's funny because that's an Italian dessert. Mm-hmm. And they speak Italian throughout the show. So the the farewell is dessert. Do you I want- think that's really funny. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Do you want to explain what they've done in the show to change the original mm. show to how they're Italians now as well? Yeah, um, I'm sure you could probably get somebody who maybe has lived through a bit of that or just kind of has a full understanding of that story. But um, in the past, the story of Peter Pan has been quite racist and quite... Um, I don't know, quite uh, disrespectful to any culture that isn't necessarily the one that is being told by Peter Pan or Wendy or anybody that's from uh, the UK. Um, But in in Peter and the Starcatcher, we've we've started to play more archetypes rather than stereotypes. And rather than putting people down, we're trying to lift them up and celebrate them and really tell the story of how the Italians that are native to Mollusk Island were once taken from their island and brought to Great Britain. And it's now this celebrated story about how um, Fighting Prawn, who's played by Mahalia, was taken to Great Britain. And then it was a wonderful event that happened that brought her character back to Mollusk Island. And now she's the king of the mollusks. And it's just a great story about how you can be celebrated and still find the light in something that could be so dark. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, it's it's one of those things where you kind of go, oh, you know, that's a cool way of spinning it around mm-hmm. because you often forget that some of these stories aren't, uh, I don't want to say PC, but they're not exactly mm-hmm. like, they're not okay right now yeah. if you look at them, you know, in a critical lens. Yeah. So I'm glad they're doing stuff to change it up a bit. Yeah. Um, is there any scenes in the show you want to explain right now in case the audience doesn't understand it? Uh, um, or just a cool scene that you're like, oh, you know, yeah. this is a cool thing you should look out for. <laughs> um, I think um, one scene that is, I'd say, is important to kind of look out for in the sense of uh, flipping the script and celebrating um, different voices in the story is at one point a character calls one of the mollusks a savage and that is unacceptable and it's not a very nice term to be using and I think something that's important for the audience to understand is that we play an actor putting on a play and I think people don't may, may not know this already but it is a play within a play so when um, 
Arthur, Arthur Trainer, he's playing a character named Prentice. When Prentice calls a mollusk a savage, that's Prentice calling a mollusk a savage. And then we we take a step we take a second to step back and look at the actor playing Prentice. Not Arthur, but like let's say his name's Bob. I don't know. Mm. We we take a second to look at Bob and kinda snap him out of it and we go, What the heck, Bob? That that's not okay. And then it's kinda, oh okay. And then we go right back into the show and then Arthur, who's playing Bob playing Prentice, is now back into being Prentice and Mahalia's back into being fighting prawn and it's just kind of it's nice to take those kinds of beats and I hope that those are things that can relay out to the audience. Um, when it comes to cool scenes, I think just building the show is so amazing to see. And in every single technical moment, whether it's like a lift or it's a tableau or it's an image being made, I think really seeing how the stage and everyone on it really come together physically and also just emotionally and that kind of stuff to really come together to build all those images is so cool. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, I like how there's almost not, e- I want to say Easter eggs, just sprinkled yeah. throughout the whole show of just, you know, trying to, you know, trying to tell us something a bit more than just the base story. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, um, I know there's a couple scenes with, um, oh man, there was a, oh, shoot. <laughs> oh yeah, like, I, uh, I'm trying to remember. Yeah, it's Smee. Because Smee has a couple scenes in there where, yeah. like, uh, where you just see Stash just being a jerk to Smee. Yeah. And I like how you just see that throughout the film. And I don't know why I yeah. find that so god funny, but. I think their relationship throughout the show is amazing. As well as uh, Bumbrake and Alf, uh, played by Cooper and Sarah. Cooper and Sarah really brought so much fun into those roles, and it's just so amazing to watch. And even though they are heavily um, featured in the first act and not as much in the second act, you still you still love it every time they come on stage. And Cooper just really brings such a fun light to his character, Mrs. Bumbrake. And I just think it's so... It's just so fun to watch every single time, even though I've been in rehearsal so much with them. Every time that they run a scene, I'm still... Still laughing. I'm still laughing. I'm still, like cringing at little awkward moments and like the funny tension between them and how molly plays into all that oh i I, there's so many characters that are so well like i i don't want to i don't want to say this but uh, i feel like the cast is so well put together when it Mm -hmm. comes to each individual character like every single person that's part of the main crew and the ensemble knows their role so well and knows (coughs) how to perfectly play it like yeah Everyone from, like, Dean all the way to, like... Yes. Oh, my God. (laughs) Like, honestly, just every character. I can't even name all of them because each one just puts their own unique spin on it, and I'm always always surprised by it, no matter what. Even just how people can build a scene. If someone's just holding a stick, they're still just, I am this stick, I'm here to hold this stick, and I think that a lot of that comes from Kiefler really trying to build everyone up and saying, okay, you're going to hold this stick, and it's... It's brilliant because people that are just holding trees to make a forest, it still feels like we're there. And if they just put the prop down and left, it's such a different energy than when they put the prop down and they stay with it. Mm. And it just, it really gives more to the scene and it really gives more to the space, seeing bodies on stage and just really like giving energy. It really helps tell the story. Yeah, definitely. I think each person on stage you, you you know it adds emotion and energy to the stage but i also yeah. think it makes everyone go okay 
we're gonna make this yeah. the best scene we're ever. And they always put that effort in, yeah. no matter what. Yeah. Uh, it's coming close to the end here. Uh, you know, I can, can hear drumming in the background. Um, last couple questions are gonna be a little more shorter ones. Could be longer ones if you want. Right. Um, first one is uh, best type of bread. Go. Best type of bread. I really like a baguette, a French loaf. Mm. Um, hobbies you have? Hobbies? Um, I like painting. I like hanging out with my dog. I like baking. Mm. And uh, favorite video game? Video game. Ooh. For all my guys out there, not guys, but just the bros out there, I'm going to have to say the craft. The solid Minecraft. Everyone's saying the craft. <laughs> Honestly, I can't. There's no video game diversity anymore. Or, it's been shattered. Or, or, um, or Rayman Legends. Oh. It's pretty fun. I used to play Rayman, on again, on the GameCube with my brother. And then the latest one came out, I think it was just a couple years ago. Or Battle Block Theater. But, yeah, you weren't you telling me about that on the GameCube before? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like I like adventure type games. Like a little bit of puzzle, a little bit of crime fighting, and a lot of animation. Mm. What was your first console? Was it the GameCube? Yeah, I think so. It was my brother's and then we play on it. And then we got a Wii. And then now we're on Xbox. Which Xbox? Uh it was three sixty and then my brother got the Halo edition three sixty. Oh it's so cool. It's blue and it makes noises and it's so fun. And then um Xbox One and then my brother has an Xbox One X. Damn. So. Yeah, you're an Xbox family. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. <laughs> this is in the show. This is in oh my god, this is there's so many episodes where they just get cut off by the bell. We have another, like, five minutes left. We'll probably wrap up in this time. Yeah, that's right. Uh, but just out of curiosity, uh, why not PlayStation? Because I have an Xbox, <laughs> and I remember back in the 2000s when my dad first got an Xbox. Yeah. You know, playing all the different games, like Fusion Frenzy. Like, there was a game called Amped, where you were a snowboarder. You only listened to this rock and roll 2000s, like, <laughs> Weezer music. And I have so many memories of just seeing my dad play this damn game <laughs> the entire time. And it, it and now I just feel like Xbox is kind of just it's lost, it's lost, a little, lost a little bit of uh, quality. Um, I don't know. Like my brother, I think it was just, I just follow in my brother's footsteps, I guess, because he got an Xbox. And I've just been playing on that for so long that I've just gotten so used to how compact the controller is. Whenever I go to someone's house now and I play PlayStation, the controller seems like... I don't know. I'm making a hand gesture and you can't see it, but it's yeah. it's like I don't know. It's too far away, and my I have really short thumbs. Fun fact: I got toe thumbs. I'm pr I'm a proud tum tum though. Tum though. Toe thumb human being. I, it's taken a long journey, but now we're here. But I don't know. I just guess my my thumbs can't reach across the PlayStation controller well enough, so it just seems a little more uncomfortable. Hmm. Okay. Um, it's closing, it's a bit, okay, it's closing time. Anything closing. else you want to say before we start to wrap up a bit more? Any final thoughts? Um, final thoughts? Everyone should come see the show. Yes, please come see the show. We got our man Luke, 
the host these days, Robert Falcon Scott. Oh, Robert um, Falcon Scott. We have Ethan in the show. We have... Yeah, Ethan. Oh, man. Okay, side note. Biggest support. Ethan is the mystery man behind every single lift on that stage. And yes. I have to give my whole life to Ethan for making all of that happen. And Jordan really helped out a lot with the mechanics of how everything's working. But Ethan, when I say this, m like, my work is literally on his shoulders. Literally and figuratively on Ethan's shoulders. And I just got to give a good props to that guy. Can we give a couple uh, claps? A couple claps. You better be clapping with us, by the way. Please. Clapping. 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 Okay. Um, yeah, I think we've hit everything. So the way that I end every podcast is I don't have an outro or an intro. Mm -hmm. So as an outro, I need you to start either, like, singing or humming okay. an outro, and I'll try and join in, and that's how we'll end every podcast. Um, Luke's podcast. Do, Luke's podcast. Do, do. Luke's podcast. Luke's podcast. Yeah. Woo. All right. Cool. Thank you. <laughs>